Hi, this is Nathan East, hanging with the teddy bear on LOTL Radio, The Zone. Emmy Award and Golden Globe Award nominated actress at that. The incredible Miss Gloria Rubin. So on behalf of The Zone and of course the Titty Bear, it's my pleasure to welcome to The Zone of LOTO Radio the captivating, my goodness, I gotta love that word, <laughs> the captivating Gloria Rubin. My queen, how are you doing this afternoon? Hi there, I'm doing very well, thank you. My goodness, what that was the sweetest introduction. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Really, you have me blushing. I'm sitting. <laughs> I'm sitting in my living room, and I'm sure that I'm blushing right now. <laughs> my queen, I'm gonna I've been waiting a very long time to finally get you on LOTL Radio. And as they say, great things come to those who wait. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us. I know your schedule is really hectic, but I have a bone to pick with you. It's been a minute Uh-oh. since you released some new music. I mean, for a chance to dream, fantastic album. Yeah. We need something new. What, what 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 can we expect in the near future? I know. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, you got to help me out here a little bit. It really has only been <laughs> it's only been a couple of years. So you got you know I have been a little busy, but <laughs> yes, you have. Yes, you have. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but believe me, I have been, actually last year, well, it doesn't matter about last year, just know that I, I have an idea in the works that I'm hoping, I'm hoping to put some new songs down um, this spring, let me just say, in hopes that a, a new record will be available by holiday season. So stay tuned. Okay, I'm, I'm going to hold you to that. I'm, okay. I know you will. <laughs> you know, um, you have done so many great things on television, but the thing that I've become so fascinated with is your voice. Your voice is just so, it's soothing, it's tranquil like a baby skin. It's incredible. And I'm just trying to find out how have you been able to kind of juggle two great instruments as far as is being a fantastic actress but also being a phenomenal songstress how do you manage to, to kind of balance both careers okay now you're really making me i don't you're really making me bl- i mean um wow um i have always i have always loved the singing word you know the words put to, to music i've always loved singing i've always loved poetry you know, 
storytelling be a song. And um, I'm so sensitive to the vibration of sound. I know that might sound a little odd, but um, for example, I live in New York City and I have for many years. And as you may know, or anyone who has lived here or, or even visited, there's, there's a constant barrage of, of you know, noise and, and sound. Um, and sometimes I can, I'm so sensitive to the vibration. Let me just narrow that down. To the vibration of a person's voice, whether they're talking, but particularly via uh, music and singing. So sensitive sometimes that if I'm in a restaurant, I can hear if there's kind of a, if there's, you know, maybe a high pitched, scratchy voice of someone talking across the restaurant, I'll hear it. I mean, I will literally, <laughs> I'll pick up on that kind of vibe, you know, that kind okay. of um, the rhythm of the voice, the kind of timbre of the voice. So I like to, particularly in today's mad time, you know, the world is, uh, everybody from every generation will say, oh, things are crazy right now. But I think particularly we are in some very challenging times. And so if there's, <laughs> if there's some kind of, if some kind of, um, peace or some kind of tranquility or some kind of calming of the nervous system that I can contribute to via my singing voice, then I, I love to do that. Now, don't get me wrong, I love to, you know, rock it out as well. And, uh, you know, I love to, to be assertive and strong in, in songs and in the um, speaking voice. But there is something that I'm personally drawn to, you know, I'm drawn to voices that do have that quality of uh, richness and fullness and, and deepness. And I think that that's a reflection of spirit as well. Absolutely. Well, it definitely resonates through your music and it has such a, a pull on you from an emotional and naturally organic centerpiece of your life. That's what that's what's kind of so I found it very curious. I said, wait a minute, she it has the music has such a pull on her. How are you able to find time to do acting where it's not as quote unquote gratifying or brings you as much gratification as music does? Right. Right. Well, you know, I've been really lucky to have been connected with ninety eight percent of the time extraordinary pieces of work when it comes to acting. Okay. So uh, it's all about the storytelling, you know, whether via song or via script. And um, but for sure, in terms of the immediate emotional gratification, particularly when performing live, there's nothing like music. And for me, as a young child, here I certainly don't need to go into detail now, but um, but I know I'm not the only one that would has experienced this, but. Um, you know, it was a rather troubling upbringing um, that I experienced. And music literally, music literally saved my life because it was really, whether it was at the piano or sometimes I, I, I would try to set up camp a little bit under the piano or by the piano, do you know what I mean? Talk about the right. vibration. Like the sound of the piano was very common. Um, and the feel of the wood felt really, it really grounded me. 
But when I was able to, at a certain age, you know, when I was able to literally connect emotion with music, it was the only outlet I had that was full. And that was, it was okay. You know, it was okay to express whatever it was through singing, through some kind of vocal, um, because in my life, for a number of years, saying things, in the, in just by saying things, you know, it wasn't safe to do so sometimes. But if I could right. sing it, then, uh, then that would... And right. I think that you that know, very well may be true to an extent. Absolutely. I, I, again, as I said, I've been following your career for a long time, and I've seen you give numerous interviews going all the way back to Tavis Smiley. And I just became completely enamored with your life story, the obstacles that you had to overcome, the process that it took to overcome them and where you're at today. And music is such a strong force for you, as you said, an outlet where we use that as a muse to relinquish all our fears, our hurt and our pain. And then I'm able to see you in certain parts in movies where you've been able to transcend that same type of emotion through movies, through television series. And I find that amazing. I said, you know what? I'm going to have to get on a plane this week and come to New York and see you perform at 54 Below. Please tell the listeners out there about Ladies Night, Great Ladies of Song. Please. Yes, um, well, that would be amazing if you could do that. I, um, yeah, so, ladies' night, great ladies of song. You know, at, at, uh, in December at Feinstein, 54 Below, I did a holiday show, and it was a big success, so they asked me to come back, and I was thinking about what show I wanted to put together. And um, the show I did in December was literally a month after the election, and I thought, you know, I want to do something to celebrate I want to put together a show that celebrates the extraordinary exquisiteness and empowerment of ladies. And I thought, well, I mean, there are countless, countless female singers, songwriters, <laughs> artists whom I adore. There's no way I can put it into one show. So the plan is, hopefully, that this will, that there will be subsequent ladies' nights. You know what I mean? But nonetheless, for this show, I, I thought, I thought about the favorite songs that I love to sing of are female artists. And then I literally almost wrote them all down, and again, couldn't put them all into one show, but I, I shaped it in this way. I, I'm from Toronto originally, so I thought, well, let me start where it started, in Canada. Okay. So I'm starting off with a little Canadian contingency, you know, Katie Lang, Johnny Mitchell, Alanis Morissette. And then I'm going to the classics because we wouldn't be here now without the classics. So, Alice Charles, Caravan, just to name a few. And then I'm doing, um, I've decided that for every show that I put together, I want to do a tribute section, two or three songs for artists whom we lost too soon, who passed away too, okay. you know, too young. So I'm going to do a couple of songs, and I won't mention those artists' names until Saturday night. And then I thought, let me cap it off with, uh, you know, R&B and rock. So a uh, little Charday, <laughs> uh, a tune from Heart, you know, the iconic sisterhood, the right. band named Heart. And then I'll finish those in the middle. Of 
My goodness. You gotta have a little yeah. Tina Turner in that. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> That's like the great lady of song and life. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, listeners, and all the many supporters of this captivating artist, of course, I'm talking about Miss Gloria Rubin. You can purchase the tickets at 54below.com. The telephone number is area code 646-476-3551. The doors open at 8.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, you have some upcoming movies coming as far as shows are concerned in 2018. The Marvel show Cloak and Dagger. Can you tell the listeners out there about that? Yes. Um, and let me just add to what you just said. Also, people can get tickets on my website if they'd like, GloriaRubin.com. So either way. Okay. Um, okay. But the Marvel show, we just finished... Oh, my goodness. It's been, it's been a busy time. We just finished filming uh, the first episode in New Orleans. And okay. as you mentioned, it's, it's called Cloak and Dagger, and it will be on air in 2018. And um, all I can say is that I there is a young man who has a superpower, and I <laughs> am his mother. And we have a very, um, it's a very interesting, very complex, challenging relationship that is uh, that is I'm trying to be vague because I can't really give away specifics but it's no. very <laughs> present day in terms of certain societal issues that are going on right. and it's a really it's a terrific uh, terrific part now I you know I just I think it's safe to say that I, again my this um, oh, my character's son is the one who has the superpower I don't have the superpower I mean, I might in my life in some ways, <laughs> but I don't on this show. <laughs> so I just want to make that clear. <laughs> I mean, as far as I know, anyway, from what they've told okay. me so far. <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. One never knows. <laughs> they, things can change very drastically in Hollywood. Um, a lot of great actresses, actresses like yourself. Um, my goodness, it's very hard to get your foot in the door in Hollywood as far as getting some scripts. Not mediocre, not so-so, but great scripts. What has been the most challenging part for you, being an actress, to make sure that the parts that you get have substance behind it? Perseverance, because um, I think this is, I think that everybody can relate to this, and no matter what they're doing whether professionally or personally, um, or spiritually. It's, uh, it's hard. Oftentimes it's hard to stick. It really is. It's, uh, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not in my 20s or 30s. And um, now, that being said, I'm not using that as an excuse. You know, the more experience I have, the more literally life experience I have, the more I'm clear and the more, uh, the more kind of diligent I can be in going after what it is that I want. Now, when I say that, I mean, what stories do I want to be a part of? What do I want to tell? And what story do I really want to tell? So obviously, I'm, I'm not writing script well at this particular point anyway. I'm not, you know, I'm not a script writer. I'm not a screenwriter or a script writer. So I, I'm not in charge of the stories that I tell. 
and there are dozens of scripts coming to me every day. So, but I do know that I do know what I'm drawn to, and the the stories that I'm always drawn to are the ones that have the strongest relationships. Whether it's two scenes in a, an episode, whether it's one doesn't even matter. You know, it doesn't matter how much it is. It just matters what it is, and um, that. By the grace of God, has you know that's what I stick to as much as possible. Now look, I I I live in New York City. I'm a single lady. Like I, I, I it's expensive to live here. I got bills. You know what? Everybody has bills, so I have to feed and clothe myself and house myself. And so sometimes you know I have to do something that may not be. I'm kind of you know I'm just thinking. Okay, I just got to do this so I can work on my music for a while or something. But for the most part, and I'm really blessed to be able to say this, 95 percent of the time, I look at my resume and I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, that was, oh yeah, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> so, uh, so far, so good. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, and it's a lot, though, you know. Yeah. It really is. Uh, like I said, you had an incredible journey. I like to call it a life journey as far as the experiences that you've had. And I feel truly blessed and honored that you have found the time to share those experiences in your journey in life to so many of us. And again, family, she will be performing this coming Saturday, Ladies Night, Great Ladies of Song. That's at 8.45 p.m. That's in New York City at Feinstein's 54 Below. You can purchase a ticket. Actually, you can go on Gloria's official website. That's at GloriaRubin.com and also on 54Below.com. And unfortunately, we got to wait until next year to see her in cloak and dagger. I'm going to be, I got to be patient. I'm working on it. No, no, love. Listen to me, honey. You can see me on TV now. Oh, really? I'm on VH1 The Breaks on Monday night. Aha. No, our third episode aired this past Monday night. Oh, no, sweetheart. You don't have to wait till next year. Oh, no, no. VH1 The Break. Third episode has already aired. On well, you know what? I was going to let you say that. Oh, oh, and I just did. Yes, Lord. <laughs> See? I said, I don't want to think I'm, I'm, I'm glued to the TV like a maniac. Oh, yeah, she's on the break. Just like, no, I'm a like, <laughs> And let everyone know that she is on the break. Fantastic show. Fantastic. I love it. Definitely, definitely love it. My love, it has been an honor again. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us because I know your schedule has been very hectic. Whatever you need, please do not hesitate to let me know that Teddy Bear has nothing but the utmost love and respect for you. Much continued success. And to all the listeners out there, I don't care if you live in this another state. If you have to get on a plane, train, automobile, camel, boat, get to New York City. See this incredible artist perform, okay? <laughs> you know, I tell you, I'm sorry, I know I, you have to go, but I have to tell you, just by you saying that, you can use me by the way. I'm doing that too as well, get here. I'll be glad I'm just going. Oh my goodness, that's funny. I don't Thank I don't you, care Lord. how you get it. I don't care how you get here. Just get here. You can. Yes, Lord. 
Thank you, my queen. (laughs) All right. God bless. The incredible Gloria moving. Lord have mercy. Here in the zone. Y'all LOTM Radio. Remember, family, the tickets are available right now. You can go to Gloria's official website. That's at GloriaRubens.com to purchase the tickets. Or, better yet, you can go to 54below.com to purchase the tickets. Of course, late night, great ladies of song. That's at Feinstein's 54 Below. Yeah, and Gotham and NYC. And remember, you can also see Gloria, yeah, on the hit VH1 television series, The Break. <laughs> and after that, she'll be also starring in the Marvel show, Cloak and Dagger, that's coming out in 2018 and get her latest album for chance to dream here in the zone 